being around sports media and a fan of oh my NC State Wolfpack for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former sports center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will probably open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment for the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall. Legacies will change forever. New goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is still, as we record this, Thanksgiving Thursday, November 25th. You are probably listening on Friday, November 26th as you head, or, or maybe don't head somewhere, after Thanksgiving, away from your relatives. Hope you had a healthy, happy, safe holiday. Joining me from their multiple chambers of like, Bre- uh, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. Wilson is in his own home. That's why he's feeling a little peacocky. He ain't got to go anywhere else. He can go upstairs, drink a Mike's Heart Lemonade. Can't go upstairs. He's he's quarantining. I don't think he's feeling peacock. Oh, that's right. You haven't <laughs> left your basement in two weeks. Oh, my God. He's literally been sitting there since our last, last week okay. podcast on Sunday. He has not moved. He sits in the chair waiting. Okay. That would explain Wilson's message in Slack where he said, like, can we do this early? <laughs> I'd like to, go to sleep in the chair I'm uh, podcasting in. Breach is in some kind of uh, very – I don't know if I've ever seen a room that shape. It's a square room with a wide-angle camera that you're looking through. It's a, it's a guest room slash office in my sister and brother-in-law's house. This is where my brother hangs. He's got a whole setup here that is literally better than my setup at home. His technology is better than the technology I own. I am in Cincinnati because they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in the central time zone, so I had to come to the eastern mm. time zone. That's, that's why am, I'm here. I am currently the dream of mine to podcast from my mother's basement, and here I am. <laughs> podcasting from my <laughs> so Paul uh, we're by the way we're on YouTube youtube.com slash, slash pick six if you want to watch hang out chat with us you can do that after every primetime game of course the three Thanksgiving games a plastic cup please son we got a big old that was a full glass well I can't go back upstairs I can <laughs> in my office I can go get more booze I can't go anywhere from here I'm in my dad's office downstairs <laughs> in the basement of the house I grew up as a young man um there's a bunch of weird animals around here. Did I do a turkey trot? No. Someone news footage. Yeah, someone news footage getting chased by a bear. It's probably the only running Brinson. Believe me, if I did a turkey trot, you'd hear about it. But this is the only turkey trot Brinson did is where he shoots the turkey with the hunting equipment in his basement and then trots back to his house and cooks it. Hey, Wilson, I'm not sure if you heard, but Breach actually did a turkey trot today. 3.3 miles in 14 minutes. Unbelievable. It's actually the 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 world record. I so actually, unfortunately, everyone who was there died five minutes after the race included, so there's no proof. You know, no, you, the you had me on, going. 
the joke's on you because I was going to do one today and it got canceled because it rained here. Yeah, joke's on you because if yeah. you'd done a turkey trial, we saw the time, we would have a little discussion about the marathon. Got my official timer right here. I did I did it in eight minutes, yeah. 3.1 uh, miles. So two things to promote. One, we are giving away two hats tonight. Two Brinson Sucks hats. One for Bob, Bob Brinson, one for Will Brinson. If you hit the like button and put your handle in the chat, you are eligible to win it. Two, the Pick 6 Podcast Store, which you can access via the QR code to over Ryan Wilson's left shoulder. Just scan it, like hold, turn your camera on or your phone, hold that up to your, uh, hold that, hold it up and it'll, you can open it up a Safari and purchase a Pick 6 Podcast shirt, a hoodie, which uh, Wilson's wearing, right? Uh, no, I have my CBS Super Bowl. Had it, had it done earlier, my Pick 6 Podcast. None of us are wearing, but we're tra oh, mostly traveling. Wilson, not traveling. I did not bring mine because I didn't want to leave it here. In yeah. Cincinnati. By the way, um, we got a all of us got a tweet from Tim, who won one of those pick six mugs you see on the screen right there that Debo has up, and he was enjoying a nice adult beverage uh, during the game on Thanksgiving and, and let us know about it. So this isn't this is real. It can happen to you. If you play play your cards right. Well, more importantly, everything in the Pick Six Podcast store and the CBS Sports Store, twenty five percent off until I believe midnight on Cyber Monday. So go to uh, go to scan the QR code or go to cbssports.com slash store or Google cbssports.com store and you'll probably get there. Let's recap some Thanksgiving football. We'll start with the Bills and the Saints. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my. Oh my, my, my. Shout out to Tim. I didn't even see that tweet. I was too busy listening to my. They can't hear me, but. Brinson doesn't have internet at his house. No, I was listening to my, my wife and brother wouldn't shut up. I'm trying to watch football. Be quiet. God almighty. Breach, can you imagine living in a world where... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, ironically enough. Can you imagine living in a world where Brent's is telling people to shut up? <laughs> no, <laughs> this is this is not a real world. This is a fake world. My dad's yelling at my brother. He's yelling at my wife across from me. I'm like, I'm trying to watch this Bill Saints. Who is the... I, I imagine you'll be honest with this. Who is the loudest person in your... Immediate family, the family you grew up in, not including AK, who I can't imagine is louder than you anyway. Well, me, obviously. Oh, okay. Well, you, you're painting a picture that it's not you, so I wanted to make sure you would be truthful about that. All right. Well, I mean, I'm the loudest person, but like during when football's on, I'm trying to watch football. But and... like growing up, uh, when you and Charlie were, were you guys teenagers at the same time? You were, right? You're pretty close. Charlie is three years younger than me, yes. Thank you for remembering my brother's name. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not a narcissist, uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just, I don't, I don't know what Richard's kid is named. I know it's something related to Andy Dalton. <laughs> a typical weekend, uh, like who's yelling most in the family? You know, two days at home from school, who's doing the most yelling on average? There's a bunch of passive aggressive yelling between me and Charlie mostly, but not your folks. Did you in the? Uh, oh, no, my dad's pretty. My dad's pretty robust. I'm just trying to figure out the math here. All right, so you're you're the loudest one. Okay, Brinsons are notoriously short, stout, and and loud. <laughs> but Charlie's tall. If so I you're tall. like you're like Charlie, a little teapot. Charlie is the exception to the rule. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. So Brinson is half teapot, half human. I don't really want I'd to like get that. into the psychological situation of my family. Yeah. I'd rather just die. Okay. He's already lived this once. Every right. day dead or breaches. Want to relive it again? And get the psychological yeah, situation wanna... of Sean Payton being forced to start Trevor Simeon. I don't think we're doing that game first, are we? Okay, sorry. We are actually doing that game. Yes. <laughs> and, and you know what? You know what, Wilson? What? 
I brought something with me. I'm just stopping by to say, fire Ryan Wilson. Um, the music notes. gets me every time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, wait, what is? I was like, did I hit the wrong button? Oh no, that's right. These guys are getting Wilson. Bills, uh, the Bills smoked the Saints, man. And I tweeted out like, uh, you know, hashtag free Philip Rivers. I saw it. Don't thank you. Don't you have to do something if you're Sean Payton? They're five and six now. They got smoked at home on Thanksgiving. Granted, no receivers really available. I mean, it's like what Deontay Harris and Traquan Smith. Are you knocking little John Humphreys? Little John Humphreys. Little Humphrey. Little, no, it's <laughs> little, little Jordan, Jordan Humphrey. Humphrey. Little Jordan. Little little John. John. I'm John. I'm Will John. Breach, Breach, would you like to uh would you like to describe what you and your sister did before the podcast? <laughs> Well, think, so we're this is, this is a short purple story. drink, Debo, and little John the purple. Well, drink she, at, at like one o'clock, she was like, <laughs> "She's like, do you have to podcast tonight?" I was like, "Yeah, I have to podcast at like eleven thirty. She's like, "Does that mean you're not going to have any wine or anything all day?" And I was like, "No, we have a few drinks today. It's not a big deal." And so we get to ten forty-five tonight, and she's going up to go to bed, and she comes over to me. She's like. You don't even look drunk at all. I thought you said you're allowed to drink for this podcast. It's like she totally didn't believe anything. She's like, I'm not buying it. Do a shot of tequila with me right now. And so it happened. So, so less than 45 so minutes ago. You told, you told your sister, you're like, yeah, I can get as drunk as I want for this podcast. Well, I mean, it wasn't like you know, <laughs> I didn't use those exact words. I mean, my, my brother. and I didn't Jack, go full Brinton. Any, anyway, little Jordan Humphrey. L I L. We talked about Jordan. We talked about this like five days ago, guys. Wilson. It's it's he has no middle name. It's Little Jordan Humphrey. It's well, as Wilson said, it's on his credit card. It says Little Jordan. They don't have very good receivers on the Saints. Alvin Kamara out, Mark Ingram out, Tony Jones Jr. in as the primary uh, uh, running back. Don't have very good quarterback on the roster either. I mean, Trevor Simeon's doing the best he can with what he's got out there. I guess. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't he's think terrible. I don't think Trevor Simeon. It's just, I mean, the Bills. Dude, he I was missing he's... wide open guys on like easy throws. Yeah. Even Drew Brees is like, yeah, you got to sort of make that. Your throw. team, Philip Rivers, you should be backing Wilson up. The Saints were five and two when Jameis Winston got hurt, and they they lost four in a row with Trevor. So like, if they have Philip Rivers in for those four games, I think they win at least one of them. Just one of them. And if they had won one of them, they're six and five. Well, yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with that. The idea that they win a lot more games with Rivers, but I'm saying I don't think I they said one, tonight. not a lot. I don't say they don't. Win, I don't think they win tonight with Rivers. Yeah, they, they had true. nobody out there. They were like yeah, but the, injuries. It's a weird sort of flex to to support Trevor Simeon. He looked terrible tonight. But I, I don't think he's good. I just think they had they had no receivers. You're saying no don't blame backs. him because he had no help. I mean, their offensive line is decimated by injury, and they're playing one of the best teams in football. Like, you're not going to win that game. The no, Bills, the Bills at my Wilson, did you have the Saints plus seven? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Brinson was the only person who went 3-0 against the spread today. I need to get out before he did, because then he would just talk about it for an hour. Well, I mean, he's still 40 games behind me. Look at that smile. If you're watching on YouTube, you see <laughs> the Brinson crap-eating grin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, I, I was going to brag about it on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's um, why uh, your brother was yelling at you. He wouldn't shut up about the, the three and start. Probably. Simeon was 17 to 29, 163, a touchdown and interception. I mean, Jones Jr., 16 carries, 27 yards. Good Lord. This Bills team got gashed by uh, uh, gashed last week by the Colts, obviously. Jonathan Taylor's five touchdowns that they were 
stout in the run. So were the Saints, though. Devin Singletary led the way, 15 carries, 40, 44 yards. Stephon Diggs, okay game. I thought Josh Allen played really well. One of his interceptions was a, a tip ball at the line. But, I mean, in, generally speaking, in that environment, against a, a, a like a team that's coach, well-coached, even if they're depleted, I thought Allen played I don't know, what, A-minus, B-plus, A-minus for Josh Allen? Yeah, yeah, two picks. I mean, another team that yeah, wasn't – One was a, a pop-up. Well, the one that it got popped up was the one that Drew Brees noted that he just missed Manny Sanders standing by himself in the middle of the field or whoever's yeah, standing in the yeah. middle of the field. Now, well, to that point, he had Devin Singletary – and this is speaking of someone who had Devin Singletary over receptions, one and a half. He was, he was open 44 times underneath. And I do worry a little bit about – you know, the Mahomes thing with the too high, too high shell where they're forcing you to take the underneath stuff. Is Josh Allen patient enough to take it moving forward against good defenses? Yeah, I think you're you're being kind on both quarterbacks. I think Josh Allen was fine and a nice bounce back game from last week and all that. And then they played a, a team offensively that wasn't going to give them much trouble. So even those mistakes that he made with the interceptions were not going to be an issue. But you would like him, I think, if you're the Bills to be playing more consistently, less like 2019 and more like 2020. That's all. Yeah, it's crazy to think that he only threw five incompletions and two of those were the interceptions. And so, like, I do agree with Brinson. For the most part, he looked good, but those two interceptions were so bad, especially the one that Bradley Roby, uh, that, you know, you can't go out and give him an A because they're just two bad decisions. When you're playing a game against a team that you're absolutely supposed to beat, uh, you know, you can't throw back-to-back interceptions on back-to-back possessions, which is basically what he did in the second quarter. And that I was, think was his first red zone interception this season, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're up ten to nothing against a team that has no chance, and you're keeping them in the game. I mean, nobody thought Saints were going to win at halftime, but I'm sure Sean Payton went in there and like, guys, we took their best shot. We're only down ten to nothing. We can still win this. It's a, it's a two-score game. We're right there. And the Bills should have been up twenty-eight to nothing at halftime. Hmm. I mean, that game wasn't close ever. Yeah, not at all. No, there, no, there was no chance, none whatsoever. The game wasn't close to kickoff because you knew what, how the game was going to end. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like it was. It, I think it was four and a half. The Bills minus four and a half most of the week, and then the injury report started coming in for the Saints. And it was like, all right, like this is. I mean, the Saints have to summon an otherworldly effort to win this game, and and honestly, you saw that from from Sean Payton too. They went for a couple early fourth downs, had a fake punt, nothing went their mm-hmm. way, and the Bills were just a better team. Yeah, the first fourth down and fourth and one, they t- uh, TJ lost two yards. Uh, the fake punt. Well, punter- on that play, that was the one where it looked like uh, that the some of the offensive linemen thought they were going to do a hard count and not right. snap it and <laughs> end up punting. And yeah. even uh, Trevor Simeon was shocked the ball got snapped him. He's like, what do I do? And he just handed it off, and, and it got blown up because – Nobody on the Saints offense was on the same page for that play, which is not what you want when you're running a fourth down play. And the fake punt, the punter didn't understand that there's no such thing as pass interference. So he <laughs> threw a, a never in history ball, and there was no way anybody was catching that. I suppose he must have watched the Cowboys game. He's like, I'm going to get a PI call if I just throw it up real high. Yeah, he thought Anthony Brown was out there, I guess. So, very quickly on the future of both of these teams, the Saints. I mean, oh, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dunk on Wilson because he was the guy saying there's no. Hey, doubt. look at look look who's into who entered the chat here, Brinson. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Sean Wagner McFun facts. 
leaves a little comment says, boy, I'm happy to have to work on Thanksgiving. Sean, you haven't had to work a day in your life because your dad's been bankrolling for 27 years. And Sean wouldn't shut up. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> up high, down hard. God. If Sean was here, we would have led with the Bears game and spent three hours talking about how yeah. Andy Dalton is a future MVP. But we're not talking about that game right now. This this clown's loser team barely beats the Lions on the road on Thanksgiving with Jared Goff starting and Andy Dalton starting. And by the way, that win saves Matt Nagy's job, saves Ryan Pace's job. So, like, like, He's basically in hell for the next 20 years while he's grinding on contract law, trying to figure out what he really wants to do. He's like, maybe I should go back to sports. Sorry. Maybe I should go back to sports blogging. And he finally goes back after he spends 50 grand or what? A hundred grand on a law degree. And. Oh God. He's just. The bears still suck. So I think. Down hard. I think honestly, Sean is probably the big winner on Thanksgiving. His team won. Doesn't matter. It counts. He's trolling us. He's got you fired up, and he's been chugging Brussels sprouts nonstop. Oh, I'm glad he wrote about the Brussels sprouts because I have a gr- not as actually it's not a great br- Brussels sprout story. It's it's <laughs> below average, but I tell it anyway because it only takes thirty seconds. So. Andy Dalton Brussels sprouts. Story. Do you remember the argument we had with Sean last year about whether or not Brussels sprouts was a Thanksgiving food? I voted yes. no. I have never had Brussels sprouts on Thanksgiving. I show up to Thanksgiving dinner today, and you know it was on the table what freaking brussels sprouts how were they and i almost called sean to apologize i guess someone else thinks brussels sprouts is thanksgiving dinner it is not and i didn't eat them and i even sat at the kids table because i want to be as far away from the brussels sprouts as possible so just to be clear breach you didn't because <laughs> i mean the only acceptable thing to do given our previous history with sean with bleak bagoo and brussels sprouts the only thing that would be acceptable would be to take the brussels sprouts say whose are these and then throw the casserole dish in that person's face. And you just... Or just all dump it. all the Brussels sprouts in the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess you could be nice and do that. I, mean, I, I thought you were going to try them and say they were fantastic, but nope, you just said at the kid's table. Or, or you like you eat one, and you're like, these Brussels sprouts suck. And just bomb Brussels sprouts at <laughs> Matilda. With a spoon, like... Are you... A, a breach, whose chair are you in? Because it looks like a gamer chair. Yeah, it's 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 a... Uh, P- yeah. Pete Blackburn's chair. They they took it from his house and is your brother-in-law like well, a since, gamer? Since, since Pete and I are the same height, Wait, also, uh, this is the only chair that fits us both. Wilson, have you know? Have you know? Look, Breach has a there's a podcasting microphone like arm. No, yeah, the, this setup is much better than Breach's. He has lighting around. He has the uplight on the floor it. behind him. Yeah, he said he. We what, went through all this while you were trying to figure the out. Person who does stuff in that chair do for a living? My brother uses it for school and gaming. School. Hey, he's in he's college. In school. Oh, oh. my younger brother. And so everything in here is it. The, apparently, he spends all his money on uh, equipment because this is all better than anything I have. He guffawed and breached his face. Take this whole setup and and just pack it in my car. Take it back to Nashville. And this is what I'm gonna have the gamer chair. Everything here is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be in Nashville. I'm not gonna tell him I'm gonna take it all, but I'm gonna take it all. Yeah, Breach asked his brother uh, if his internet was good. And he says, trust me, my internet's way better than yours. So I play video <laughs> games. And it is. I mean, Breach is – I mean, you don't want to see Breach in crystal clear HD or 8, 8K, but no. you is are. There, is there, like a, is there a, a projector screen in the back there? Maybe. Is there? I'm not going to give you any tips like about a, this it house. It looks like a movie projector screen. Oh, way in the back? No, I think yeah. it's a mirror. How long is that room? I mean, it's long. Someone in the comments said it's like four feet wide. There it is, by 16 miles. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you, Zach. 
angle. I've been looking at it all night. It's one of those rooms. It it is 60 miles deep. I've never actually made it to the end of it, except this is where I trained for the marathon. I went up and back, and that was 32 miles. You know, that's when you hold a... You, you know, the mayor really the... doesn't want to talk about his his brother's room when he brings up the marathon. <laughs> you know, like when you hold a mirror up to a mirror, that's that room. And you get it's it's, it's yeah. infinite. The breach infinity room. No, it's, it's, it breaches podcasting from inception. Is what that right? That's how he disorients his victims before he Good God. sends them on their final journey. Okay, you guys so wanna... very, okay, so very quickly before we move on to the next game. By the oh, way, I got, Devo... Saints, I got a Saints fun fact before we move okay, on. Okay, very quickly, we won't move on. Go ahead. The Saints finished with 190 total yards in this game. The second time this season, they finished under 200. Uh, while Drew Brees was there from 2006 to 2020, they only finished under 200 twice. So they have matched this season what they did in 15 years with Drew Brees. That's that's not ideal. That's not ideal. Under 190 yards. Either way, it's I'm going to point out very quickly. The Saints appeared to be I, th- I, th- I feel like and I, I, I Wilson was like pounding the table on this but we were all in agreement a lock for the sixth seed in the NFC like three mm. weeks ago yeah I got to revise that what seed they are in the NFC right now without looking. Uh, oh no I've already looked yeah uh, ten, 10 oh my god and look at look who's in seventh the team that I said had no chance whatsoever has creeped into seventh for the time being and who's right behind him Oh man, San Francisco Philly wild cards would be a little fun time for me and Debo. The Saints are in big trouble and they need to. And, and they're look, not making the playoffs. They're not making. No, it's the playoffs. too late. It's too late. But it's not too late. They're, they're. You can't bring Philip Rivers in and start well, them next week anyway. We wrote take- them out. We wrote them off on Sunday though. We said it, we agreed Vikings 49ers. And I then would, the I Rams were in the fifth. If you're, yeah, I mean, I think that New Orleans is in the Carolina section of things. New Orleans is in the Carolina side. They haven't won a game. Like, it is November 26th, 25th, and they have not won a game this entire month. Yeah. It's a problem. Like, I feel like Philly, even Carolina, Washington, and that's it. Those are the teams that have better chances than the Saints, and the Saints fall down there with Atlanta, Chicago, Giants, Seattle, and Detroit. You know who they play next? Uh, who? The Dallas Cowboys. Who does? The Saints? Yeah. Oh well, then their season's over, as we just—I <laughs> know, as we just concluded last week. I'll be taking the Saints against the spread. What do you, you don't even know what the spread's going to be? Where's the game? Yeah. New don't Orleans. Care. Oh, the spread's uh, going to be. Saints that game. Spread's going to be five and a half. Hey Wilson, how'd you do against the spread this week uh, today? Oh, two and one. I knew that was coming nice. up. Nice. Just curious. Breach, how about you? Two and one. Yeah, two of them were obvious. How how'd you guys do straight up? I don't care. How what? Oh, uh, probably two and one for me. Me and Breach are tied for first place in the straight up, and I'm. I caught you. I caught you. No one gives a crap about the straight up. All right, we're taking a quick break. When we come back, we won't discuss Andy Dalton. The all new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating 
out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Because we're going to discuss the Raiders and the Cowboys. A, I would say, thrilling overtime win for the Raiders. 36-33. to 33. Derek Carr had some pumped-up moments in this game. That run he did where he's like, he like did the the squeak scolari hump dance thing it's, just, it's too much mm. i was a third and 11 he had like his longest run in five it, years it was, it was a big play but he I like think that he play to me. The, again and then like dropped it and then like it's just too many dances you know that play stuff. reiterates to me that nfl quarterbacks no matter how goofy you might think they are are incredibly athletic like he's one in a foot race against uh so probably, i didn't work off well, yeah, and you, but I mean, I bet he's top like 75th percentile fastest players in the NFL. I think their car. Yeah. I, I don't know. He's if not I, as I, fast as the actual car, Ryan. That's not how that works. But the, <laughs> but the question becomes are running backs and wide receivers. Yeah, I think, well, maybe 75th is pretty high. Yeah. Top 60th percentile. Cause I'm not, I'm not counting defense backs and safeties. In the linebacker, it's close. He's he's athletic, is the point. I was he's impressed. Very, he's he's a very good runner. In fact, you could even argue that um, John Gruden and the coaching staff before him have made a mistake not using him as a runner. Like, if well, you, they, they have Marcus Mariota for that. Yeah, they got him killed in week one. He manages to score a touchdown every week, though. Yeah. So Carr went twenty four thirty nine for three seventy three and a touchdown. He. All uh, Mariota had a rushing touchdown. Carr ran twice for 21 yards. Josh Jacobs, 22 carries for 87 yards and a touch. Hunter Renfro, I cannot believe my cousin Hunter Renfro screwed me. I bet Darnell Mooney to have the most receiving yards on Thanksgiving at seven to one. And he had 123 yards. And somehow Renfro, his bald ass, sneaks in with a buck 34. Are you kidding me? Deshaun Jackson, hello, my friend. Best ball teams are alive. He had that first touchdown, three catches, 102 yards, and obviously that score. Michael Gallup and uh, Cedric Wilson both went over 100 yards. Do you what? Like, what do we assign the blame? 
for this Cowboys loss to? Was it the 28 penalties is one thing. Anthony Brown is the other four PIs after having zero penalties all season. Uh, the defense couldn't stop the Raiders and I give the Raiders credit. I mean, last week, Derek Carr said he was angry and it sucked. He couldn't believe how poorly they played when they lost to that team. Who, they lose who, to last what was the name? Freaking Hockley. Are you kidding me? The, the, you mean the team they lost to by 19 in the last two minutes, but fair enough. We'll get that sorted out on Sunday at 1 PM breach. Uh, but the Raiders played a lot better clearly. And, um, I think they lost. They obviously they lost. They missed CD Lamb. They missed Amari Cooper, and um, those were concerns. But you can make up all the excuses you want if you're losing football games. Uh, the number one seed, as Tony Romo sort of alluded to, that's that's off the table. That's a wrap. So you can yeah. you can you can sleep on that one. Now it's just a matter of figuring out getting everyone healthy and, and figuring out how to win these football games. And maybe next week's matchup with the, with the Saints helps with that. But I got a lot of questions about the Cowboys. Uh, a lot more than they do about the Bills, uh, a team that needed to win that game and they did. I, I, here's what I'll say is that remember I spent some time saying this, I think on Sunday that the Cowboys will, for whatever reason, struggle against AFC team. So I'm not like completely concerned about them yet because now they only have NFC teams left on their schedule. That's what they need. <laughs> but the other part of this is, and I'm sure this is what all the Cowboys fans in the world are thinking is that the penalties were just <laughs> crazy nonsense. Like, like, like Prisco kills me for, for saying that like teams get up for revenge games, you're like, do you do you think the Cowboys woke up or like, ah oh, crap, it's an AFC week? Like, what? no, it's just a team you're only playing once every four years. You don't scout them that often. You don't look at them that often, and so you're not familiar with them. You're not familiar with their personnel. There's a lot of reasons why. I mean, the Chiefs. Uh, look at the Chiefs' record. They're they're five and zero against NFC teams and uh, two and four against AFC teams. So maybe teams can't plan for Patrick Mahomes hey, on such short. Point? I don't get that point. Well, I'm saying that it's tough for an NFC team to plan for Patrick Mahomes that quickly. Uh, Lamar Jackson's 13-0 against NFC teams because it's tough to plan for that when you don't ever have to think about it because you only play the Ravens once every four years. So there's just you it's not anything you ever have to think about when you're you're playing these teams. And for whatever reason, the Cowboys struggle in the situation. But that being said, I, the penalties are crazy. Ryan kind of alluded to them. This was we're talking about 276 combined penalty yards. Only the third time since 2005 there's been at least that many penalty yards in a game. Uh, you know, a couple of them were ticky-tacky, but the bottom line is the Cowboys gave up over 500 yards to the Raiders. If you are giving up over 500 yards, you're not winning anyway. So uh, this felt like if the refs had decided, hey, we're not going to call any penalties in this game, the Raiders just felt like the better team on Thursday. That is what I feel. I had muted myself. Sorry. Uh, know, now, granted, <laughs> the I'm holding this ridiculous microphone down in my mother's basement. The Cowboys have lost three or four. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, all to AFC teams, which is definitely mm-hmm. uh, is definitely you know not, like correlation related. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the bigger issue I have is with the way that the newfangled Raiders offense carved up the uh, Cowboys defense. Like they had no answers for Derek Carr, really. I mean, uh, Micah Parsons had a lot of answers, but he was sort of the only one. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying that Dan, like Dan, I mean, Dan Quinn's defense had some good moments, but by and large, I mean, the Raiders came out and were just like, I mean, again, carving is a, a very Thanksgiving friendly word, but they, they were just, I mean, Deshaun Jackson's getting deep on this team. It, they didn't have Darren Waller for, what 75% of this game they still won? 
Jackson, the guy should be in a wheelchair because he's so old and he's coming out there and burning the Cowboys secondary. That was the biggest surprise of the game. You talk about the biggest difference. I think maybe the Cowboys secondary was caught off guard by how fast the Sean Jackson was or how good he is because he fits in this Raiders offense so perfectly. You look at the first drive, 56 yard catch by Deshaun, uh, the Raiders second touchdown drive happened because Deshaun Jackson had a 30 yard pass interference called because the Cowboys interfered him. You look uh, later in the second half, uh, a 17 yard pass interference that happened against Deshaun Jackson. Uh, and then when yeah, Daniel Carlson hit that 56 yarder near the end of regulation, that was set up by a Deshaun Jackson 30 yard catch. So he just played such a huge role in this game. that It, it was crazy to see all the huge plays and the penalties he drew. You know who played a bigger role and why the Cowboys lost? And it's a lot easier explanation. Greg Zerline honked an extra point. That's true. Not great. The Deshaun Jackson thing is kind of interesting just from a, you know, we saw the Raiders really struggle after the Henry Ruggs loss kind of set in. If Deshaun Jackson can fill that role or be 80%, the deep threat that Derek Carr goes down the field to, you know, the guy who opens things up for Waller, for Brian Edwards, et cetera, then, I mean, that changes things for the Raiders offense. I I, I don't think think they're, I mean, they're still six and five. They're half game out of the seventh spot. Mm. They're doing fine. Behind the Steelers, Wilson, who I Wilson, I don't want Breach's answer. Who would you take, Bengals or Raiders? They just played on Sunday. What are you talking about? You're supposed to meet four yourself. days ago. Okay, I, say, I, I didn't want Breach's answer. What I meant was, shut I up. didn't. Breach. I didn't give you my answer. Uh, I would take. I, I would take. The, give me your tequila fueled answer. I meant. Uh, I would take the Bengals. I think you know we've talked about it. Joe Burrow needs to quit making stupid mistakes, but that that's a better football team just because you don't know which Raider team is going to show up on a, on any given Thursday or Sunday. Why do the Cowboys play Zeke Elliott over Tony Pollard? Um, that they, they pay him more money. Man, Tony Pollard is an explosive. Like he had is, a kick return. He had more uh, rushing. Hundred yard kick return. Third longest touchdown play in Thanksgiving history in the NFL. Not yeah, counting my back. Thirty-two game. yards. He outrushed Zeke, who was banged up. Zeke had nine carries, 25 yards. In it. Also, that touchdown run they gave to Zeke from the one-yard line after Tony Pollard was <laughs> called, like, reviewed short. They're like, let's put Zeke in. It's like, that's so insulting. Like, Tony Pollard got you there. Give they like, throw the guy a bone, man. He feels like, uh, was it uh, was it Michael Turner with, with San Diego behind LT? But then he left and had monster seasons in Atlanta. Yeah, Michael Burner Turner, the guy yeah, that he the Prisco pride had of Northern course. Illinois. Prisco had him number five on his top 100 list one year, and the next year he was out of the league. <laughs> true story. Maybe three. Partially true, but yeah, close yeah. enough. Um, and the perplexing thing about the Cowboys is that it's so on in the Chiefs game, it's like, eh, well, their offense didn't click. Their defense did a great job of shutting down the Chiefs. This game, the offense puts up 33 points. They lose because the defense can't stop the Raiders. And so there's a new issue every week that wasn't the issue last week. And so it's hard to put your finger on what their biggest problem is. Diva, what's your confidence level (laughs) or what's your optimism level on? Diva, did you order an NFC East champion hat? After this loss, but I think I did that after like week week ten that Lions win. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely thinking about it, right? I'm thinking about the playoffs. I think it might be a little too late to think about the division. But then again, 
you know, the Cowboys, I know they still have to play the Cardinals. Their, their schedule is much more difficult. Week 18 could be a lot of fun. They might as well just flex that one right now because that's going to be the for the NFC East. This is very frustrating to have a whole new set of equipment while I'm trying to. And once again, the Eagles have the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. The Cowboys have the 17th most difficult schedule. Mm. So the Cowboys coming up have. I mean, if Washington is a little feisty, the, the Saints are not looking feisty at all. I I would not want to be the Cowboys going to New Orleans to play a desperate Saints team. What? I mean, the Cowboys are desperate. Yeah, come on, stop it. What are you talking about? The Cowboys are desperate. What are you? They've lost three or four about? games. They're desperate. They're in first place in the division. They're the 74. Saints were desperate tonight, and they lost by twenty five points. If, if the Saints lose to the Cowboys, their season is over. Their the season Cowboys is lose. over. What are you talking? It's about? It's already over. If they yeah. if they don't sign Philip Rivers, it's over. Brinson. What are you? Yeah. Guys, what are you talking about? The is Saints season's over. Season That's over? what we're talking about. Yes, the Saints season is over. We it's, both. There's a path to six wins. You're making some weird. I mean, you talk about breach. You're gonna die on the same thing. Season is over. It's nuts. Oh my what? gosh! How, how much did you bet on the same thing? Playoffs, playoffs? You just said that the Cowboys aren't up against the wall. As Breach noted, they've lost three or four. <laughs> the Cowboys are up against the wall. What are you talking about? They're seven and four and in first place in the division. And, and the quarterback is playing well. They didn't have their two top receivers tonight. What do you mean the Cowboys' backs are against the wall? That's crazy talk. I didn't say their backs were against the wall. I said you said the Saints are going to be desperate, and I said the Cowboys are going to be desperate right. because they're equally desperate right now. They've lost three out of four games. Yeah, that's a, Even, are the Cowboys desperate next week at the Saints? Uh, thank you. Yeah. All right, next. Moving on. Tebow's <laughs> Eagles, yeah, Kenny. They're seven and four. It's a conflict of interest. Asking him, I did, what's a word between like desperate? <laughs> find like one level down from desperate. Yeah, I mean they're they're a little they're uh, tense. Okay, that's desperate. fine. But you're acting like that they're they're the Chiefs all of a sudden who've now turned the corner. They're not. They're in bad. They're in a bad way. No, wait. Now the Chiefs have turned the corner. What the hell is happening on this podcast? I mean, is that controversial to say? We've we've discussed that. I mean, I, I've, I've said I, it this year. Like, I they should have probably lost the Chargers game. They should have lost the Patriots game. I mean, Cooper Rush won them the the Vikings game, but their their record could be a lot different right now. The Chiefs First, beat both the game, both teams that we're talking about. Chiefs just beat them in the past two weeks by double digits. Yeah. I, I can't handle you guys throwing the Chiefs in my face after for the last four weeks. I've been saying, don't panic on the Chiefs. And you guys are like, insane Brinson thinks that you should buy in on the Chiefs. The Chiefs might be good. Do this, do this. No, like, of course the Chiefs are fine. I've been saying hey, that for a month. Do me a favor. Have Charlie and AK come down here and have them on, on the podcast. No, tell you, no, tell you they will shut up. neither one of those a-holes will get my back. Well, that's what I'm looking for because I, I I've had enough of you already. I've only we've only been together for 30 minutes. <laughs> well, 15 years, but whatever. No, I mean tonight. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Moving on. There, yeah, unless there's some Raiders? other crazy crazy theory you want to support. Wait, how do we feel about the the Raiders next few games? That's our Washington, Washington at home at Kansas City and at Cleveland. Just look at those three. I have. Like, I honestly, they could go two and one or zero oh and three. I have no idea what to make of this team. I just don't know. I really think the DJX stuff matters, man. Like, I mean, Henry Ruggs wasn't really doing much until. Uh, uh, Ruggs is like Ruggs is stretching the field and forcing defenses to play them deep and honest. Well, I was going to say before you interrupted me that until this season, and then 
What's wrong? Why are you making faces? I love it. He did. He's doing the breach talks. <laughs> no, last year Henry Ruggs wasn't doing anything. And actually, when they drafted Hunter Renfro, I made the half joke that Renfro was going to be a better receiver in terms of receptions. I don't know how that worked out in year one this and year. Will, Wilson, you're right that you don't know which team's going to show up. This is a team that lost to the Bears. They lost to the Giants. Like, and then they turn around and they've beaten the Cowboys. They've beaten the Ravens. They've beaten the Steelers. So, like, you mm. don't know who's going to show and up. And Henry Ruggs made a big play in that game, too, to Brinson's point. This but, is yeah, my, this that's is what my Deshaun's for now. This is my whole Patriots-Chiefs theory. The AFC is wide open. And these teams will lose to anyone and they'll beat anyone. And you have no idea what's going to happen. And the only two teams you can trust are the Chiefs and the Patriots. Who both have four losses. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, sorry. I, I keep I, sorry. I keep forgetting I have Slack on this computer that I'm using. Uh, we have a hat winner to announce. Ooh. Are you looking at your Palm Pilot there? What do you got there? It's a freaking iPhone. <laughs> Palm Pilot breach. What's your stylus? Hold on, I gotta my don't don't mispronounce this name. Paper. Hold on a second. Okay, the first winner. If you hit the like button, that would be fantastic. Breach will probably hit it at some point. Actually, Breach's little uh, Breach has an automated bot in his uh, in my 16 mile trailer. This is the biggest gamer I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, Breach is in the back of an 18 wheeler right now, going down the road. <laughs> He's I'm like driving uh, to Brinson's house. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't show my. You don't show He's my house. My dad will come out with uh, David Hasselhoff in the kit mobile. <laughs> Our first winner. Of a Brinson sucks hat, or what do we call them? Toboggans, beanies. What do we call them? Knit caps. Knit knit caps. Interesting. Tim Schmidt, aka oh. the real T seven seven, our first winner. Well done, Tim. Congrats, Tim. We're proud you, of you. You have, in fact, Tim, you were the only for a few minutes Thanksgiving winner of a Brinson sucks hat. The final. Well, actually, it's it's now past midnight, so he's. The the Black Friday winner. Yeah, there you go. Even better. Free okay. stuff on Black Friday. That's how it works. That's right. That's why we're giving away too. I'm trying to sell this stuff. Go to by the way, go to uh uh what's the what's the URL, Devo? CBSports.com slash store. <laughs> I can't oh my god, I hate it. you were Devo watching break. on YouTube, you just oh, got Ryan's some breaking news. Trying to get rid of this stupid Devo's Ryan Wilson news. is out of COVID 19 quarantine officially ended midnight Thursday or 11.59 Thursday to 12 o'clock Friday. It is over. Uh, Ryan, how's it feel to be free? I'm back. I'm back. I cannot wait. I've had to uh, yell at my 14-year-old from the from the basement to do things around the house. So, so midnight habit and you're scientifically cleared? Is that how that works? Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> it's not an exact science. Just don't ask too many questions. <laughs> oh, it's midnight. I'm fine now. Hey, babe. It's like reverse Cinderella. I mean, it works. Right. I buy it. Ryan's not no, a they, pumpkin anymore. I had to talk to the contract tracer. I didn't just make up the rules. The contact tracer. They call you and you have to spend 30 minutes on the phone with them telling them what you've been doing. What if the contact um, tracer was just me and Brinson catfishing you? Well, here's the thing. They're like, where have you been? I say literally nowhere. <laughs> well, I haven't been anywhere. I've been. I, this is my job. I sit down here all fall and winter. So I haven't been in contact with anyone except for my 10-year-old who also has COVID, so. Oh, oh that sucks. I told you that. Yeah. He's fine. He had a headache, and that was it. He's good. Okay, that's good. We watched um, Marvel movies. I told you that. I, yeah, I had multiple <laughs> conversations. You know, we saw some relatives today who were like, oh, we hadn't seen you so long. Like, it was so weird, the pandemic. You had to, like, 
settle into your hub and never leave. I was like, yeah, it was uh, pretty normal. It was, as Breach said at the beginning of the pandemic, we were built for this. Store.cbsports.com. Find the Pick 6 collection. 25% off is live now. Order your hoodies. Order your T-shirts. Scan that QR code over Wilson's left shoulder. You can get all that great swag. I will tell you. We're not, none of us are wearing one right now, but the uh, the hoodies are legit incredibly comfortable. Very thin and very comfortable. Very they soft. almost feel like a t-shirt, but but a sweatshirt. I can't even describe it. It's, it's just heaven. You want to but, snuggle up with it. By the like, way, I, I was doing this promo on the Brady Quinn football show when we talked about draft, and um, Brady guessed all our sizes. He got all the sizes wrong. Um, he thought that I was six foot one, though, so huge win for Wilson. <laughs> Wait, didn't we talk about this already? He thought I was a medium? I, I told Brinson on the Thanksgiving pick show That's with Sully nice. that he went 0 for 4 with us. Yeah. What did he think Breach was? Extra small? I think he Extra said large? Small did he think I was 6'7"? I think he said small for Breach, said large small. for Wilson, and medium for Debo. So he... He, uh, he said he said medium for me. Right. Yeah. That's a huge win. Yeah. He said, where, how are you guys, what are you wearing a medium for? It's not comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps all keeps the sausage in the casing. <laughs> I guess you're vain. All right, let's get to the weekly Dan Campbell disappointment. The Chicago Bears Poor Dan. and Matt Nagy, who needed it bad, but not as bad as oh gosh, the 0 10 and one Detroit Lions, sixteen to fourteen Bears beat the Lions in the noon Fox game. I, I like imagining the Fox executives like, are you kidding me? Like you gave us. Andy Dalton, first year of golf. Dalton, 24-39. That's the important part, Breach. For 317 yards. Back in the MVP well, race. Don't emphasize that, Breach. One touchdown, one interception. Jared Goff, 21-25. 171, two touchdowns, no picks. Josh Reynolds, the leading receiver. He and TJ Hawkinson both caught a touchdown. The thing that stuck out for me from this game, and like to be perfectly honest, I was traveling a little bit during this the early part of this game, and then talking to family, watch the end of it. My God, what? how do you call back-to-back timeouts, Dan Campbell? You're trying to save yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. In Dan Campbell's defense, I remember when Joe Kibbs made his second trip around uh, Washington as the head coach. He did that once when I lived in D.C., and I was going, oh, my God, how could you do that, Joe Gibbs? So if a Hall of Fame coach could do it, maybe Dan Campbell could do it. Dan Campbell's doing the play-calling duties. Anthony Lynn, I'm not sure what he does now. He was the, the OC. He's still the OC, but he was the play-caller for a while. Campbell's calling the plays. Is Campbell calling offensive plays? I think so. That what they said? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that's the play. I think he's doing the offensive play calling. Um, entirely possible. I don't, I mean, to be perfectly honest, like no one should pay much attention to the Lions. Yeah. Dan Campbell it took over. I'm, I'm just double checking here. Yeah. So Anthony Lynn was hired as the OC. We know he was with the San Diego, then LA Chargers. Had some success, but got fired last year because things didn't work out. He's more, he was a running back when he played. So I think he's, that's how he thinks about things, which isn't a bad way to think about things. But DeAndre Swift got hurt. He hurt his shoulder. Uh, Jared Goff was already banged up. Um, I think TJ Hawkins caught a touchdown. Um, Josh Reynolds, who actually played pretty well, I think he also caught a touchdown. But they should have won that game. And yep. they didn't. So, Breach, what do you want to say about your buddy Andy Dalton? How, I was just going to say, I don't think the Lions should have won that game. The Bears oh, outgained him 378 to 239. Not even close. Andy Dalton was much, much better than Jared Goff. There was no world where the Lions should have won. But they were up game. with 
What are you talking about? They were up with the final drive when the Bears got the ball the final time. What are, yeah. What are you talking about? The you're Bears in, you're, in some, you're in some like foreign propaganda. Did you watch this probably, game? You don't. You've lost or, your mind. Were you drinking bleach? The Bears were winning the entire game until the Lions it's, scored with a minute 46 left. That's so if it. They, if they stopped them, the then Bears they win, right? The, yeah, and they didn't because they're the Lions. The Bears the, dominated the Bears this game. They were ahead the whole time. Reach. Did you watch this game or you're busy like playing Minecraft with your brother in, in this little square? Minecraft is fun. Don't make fun of it. Minecraft's great. In this square little room that he has downstairs, the Bears didn't have their first lead until uh, what uh, four minutes left in the second quarter. What are you talking right? about? And then they led the entire third quarter and most of the fourth quarter or most of the third quarter. The, the Bears dominate this game. Well, not on the scoreboard. Not on so the scoreboard. When you say most of the third quarter and most of the fourth quarter, what you mean is they didn't lead until five seconds left, one second left in the fourth quarter. Hey, they didn't lead in the fourth quarter for hey, more we got than a comment from YouTube second. who agrees. Anybody who watches watched that game, the Bears played much better. No, I mean, everyone's I don't, I don't, the crap out of the Lions. Breach, I don't dispute that they played better, but the Lions were up by, by what, two? But by one or whatever it was the last drive with a minute and 44 to go. And by the way, here are the possessions in the second half for the, the almighty 85 bears miss field goal, punt, punt, and then the field goal to win it with three seconds to go. So, I mean, settle down with the, they yeah. were crushing them. Yeah. You're acting no, like, this I didn't is, say they crushed them. I'm not saying that you, at all. I just said, said, I feel like the bears played much no better. world in which the lions should have won that game. And that's that is not, that is outrageous. There we go. What? <laughs> and they no. they could have they they might they could have won absolutely yes. No, no. I was going to say they they if you squint a little bit and do a little math, they could have won three games in a row. They should have beaten the Steelers. They had some opportunities against the Bears. They lost again. I mean, by the Bengals, they lost again. We by literally three. started this off by making fun of Dan Campbell because they had to call a timeout coming out of a timeout, and then they couldn't even make the stop anyway. There was like this they just Andy Dalton propaganda fest. I mean, yes. Andy Dalton played well. He played yeah. fine. He played. Th that's fine. He played well enough thick, to win. His thick, robust red. Muscles. You know what? The Lions lost DeAndre Swift oh, early in the game, and it was. I'm sure Lions fans were excited because they thought they were going to win. But on that final drive, was there any point where you thought the Lions were going to make a stop? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I thought the Bears might screw it up. I didn't think right. they might stop them. There would be this, a stop. I don't know who would have. Why, I was why would have? They might miss the field goal. I actually okay. I thought that. I agree with that. But you just well, said there was no planet in which the Bears weren't winning this game. So which well, is it? Well, that is well. I am saying that that's I, a yes. different thought because I thought the Bears would just keep driving and score the touchdown and not kneel down at the seven yard. Why are you getting that far in us? Why are you putting in the hands of your kicker who had already missed a few? He fell short from fifty three yards earlier in the game, which made no sense. Brinson's making this incredulous face. Who are you? You're questioning I, kickers now. What's going on? No, I'm saying that you're the Chicago Bears. You just drove the ball like 70 yards straight down the line's throat. They couldn't stop I, you at all. Just score the touchdown. I agree with that. I was like, like that's what I'm saying. As, as someone who backed the Lions plus three, I wanted them to take knees and could not believe they're actually doing it. It's like pound the ball in the end zone and just force Jared Goff to try to make something happen. You'll win. Well, they just ran the timeout. They didn't have to worry about Jared Goff. I mean, the Lions, I mean, the Bears trusting a like a chip shot field goal seems very dangerous. Very dangerous. Do you guys think Matt Nagy would have been fired if the Lions had won? No. Nah. I Bears don't know. Bears yeah. are fired midseason. Yeah, I, I have no real sense for how that operation works. I just know that it's it's not in the 
Justin Fields' best interest to go in the same direction they're going. I'll just leave it at that. I, I think Matt Nagy probably gets fired after the year, but they, I mean, they got fired midseason. So the Bears are four and seven. Four and seven, but you know what the record is with Andy Dalton? Oh Two God. and one. The Bears are not out of the playoff race. <laughs> There's a path. There's no with, path with for the Andy Bears. Dalton, there is a path. There's no path with Andy Dalton or anyone else. Justin Fields at 100%. This team making the playoffs. As Andy Dalton's number one fan, I do not think they have any shot at the playoffs. Wow. Better shot. The Saints or the Bears breach. The have you seen the Bears schedule? The next two games are against the Cardinals and Packers. They do uh, own Minnesota. Uh, it, yeah. w- w- let's give them both those Minnesota games. <laughs> then right, at a, Seattle against New York at home. Split New York that. who? The, that's that's who, three who more wins. That, that gets them to, that gets yeah. them to seven and ten. Like it matters. You're right. They could be both New York teams. They're still winning that game. Yeah, you'd have to beat Arizona and Green Bay. You need you need Colt McCoy and uh, Jordan Love, basically. I mean, Colt McCoy is one of the East to win one, I believe. Now, don't, don't forget, you, you've you got the all-important PR push of we don't want to give away a top 10 pick that we paid to get our quarterback for the Bears. Like, you want your pick to be in the like bottom. I mean, the pick you're giving to the Giants, you want to be. No, I get it, but you still get you got to win the games, and they're struggling to do that. One of them is against the Giants. All right. Well, I don't know which. Uh, I guess the Bears are a better team, but I, I mean, this is, we're at fifty minutes, so I don't want to extend this. But all right, Lions. Do they get their first win anytime soon? What's the remainder? Do they win any games? What what we got left? We have yeah, Vikings. They have the Falcons left for sure. Vikings at Denver, Arizona at home, at Atlanta, at Seattle, Green Bay at home. I think that Seattle, the Atlanta Seattle stretch there, that's both on the road. Both on the road. That's unfortunate. Maybe they can petition to have it in none of the matters in Detroit. Man, I think those those this are two best teams. So hard for Dan Campbell. They're gonna win. They, the last three weeks, their games have been decided by a total of five points. I yeah, think they, they steal, I think they steal one against one of the good teams, the Broncos yeah. in Denver. It's probably, I don't know if Denver's good or Minnesota's good. Also, also, this is the second time playing Minnesota, and they Minnesota needed a miracle to beat them. At I mean, just, just think about it. They could be three and seven, the same record as the Bears had they won today. And we'd be saying Dan Campbell coach of the year, like the last three games had they won those games. We'd be that's calling Dan Campbell coach of the year. So that's how they, that's how razor thin this margin is. Also, they got 10 days to prepare for the Vikings, right? Yes. And the Vikings, who knows? You never know which Vikings seems Vikings to be. Vikings will do anything. They'll poop their pants or almost poop their pants and stop them. I mean, I mean, like, like every game for the Vikings comes down to the last play. Yeah, that's that's what you want that that random variance with the the Lions. Yeah, I, I hope think they they get, oh, could the Packers sit everybody in Week 18? Oh no, no, they can't because it'll be Arizona, Green Bay, even Tampa Bay might be back in the mix by then. You can't. I don't think you'll be able to sit people this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, they're a game behind Arizona right now. To win a game. God, this is terrible. Well, they've had 11 shots so far, and the best they can do is tie that. Scroll up and scroll up and show us that. The Super Bowl Steelers scene. Here, this is a, oh, my God. This oh, is I almost beat the Eagles. This is so painful. I got bet the Lions to cover that game. Oh, 
Man, the first game they scored 33 points. I don't even remember that. that remember, was they, 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 they were showing 41 to 17 with two minutes yeah. left. That's really uh, okay. They then had the ball with like 30 seconds left to the chance to tie. Gotcha. They lost on the 66-yard field goal against the Ravens. The Packers game where they lost 35-17, they were winning at halftime 17 to 14. Uh, the Vikings game, which the Vikings dominated, and then the Bears scored on a miracle drive in the end. And then Kirk Cousins led down for a field goal. Probably should have won that game. The tie against the I mean, this is it is they probably brutal. could it's brutal. It is brutal. But I mean, like I, I will say I, I think there's a chance that Dan Campbell's a good coach. And yeah, this, I like Dan Campbell. roster is miserable and he's keeping them in these games against teams they have no business like playing against. And if he's taking away Anthony Lynn's play calling duties, I would imagine Anthony Lynn will not be around. And one of the other things that happens when these coaching staffs get put together. He's probably not got the guys that he wants there. You're sort of sifting through, I don't want to call them leftovers, but not your first choices. And, and maybe that's something that'll change as, you know, coaching staffs get start reshuffling after you're, the season. You're not calling, you're not calling the number one candidate to be like, hey, man, Lions coaching job. OC is done. Well, not even that. Like the, those jobs may already be, like people may, the job, the person that you want may already be employed because of the other coaching hires that have already happened. For sure. <laughs> So that, I mean, you know, sometimes it happens. It takes a year or two to get your guy. I think Dan Campbell is a good coach. I don't know if he should be playing, uh, calling plays. Cause I don't think he had previously called plays. I think he was like no, a tight no, ends coach. No. No. Tight ends coach and then interim coach for the dolphins. Right. I, never, I don't know if he called plays in Miami. I don't think he, did. I don't think he did either, but this is relatively new. Orleans, obviously. Yeah. I think this is a relatively new endeavor for him. I think but, he just was like, Hey, Hey, Lynn buddy. I don't need Chargers 2.0. All right, we're gonna give another way. Uh, give away. Give away another hat. <laughs> it's twelve thirty on Thanksgiving night. Leave me alone. I'm one free. Of our, one of our favorites. Dab Colorado, the winner of the second hat. Oh, D, uh, breach dabbed. I dab for dab Colorado. And Sister. my sister's visiting from Colorado. Boom. <laughs> What there's, are the like a, there's like a World of Warcraft game going on behind Breach right now. <laughs> Look how professional those headphones are. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it says a lot that his brother, who's a gamer, is 15 times more professional than Breach, who spends his time. Like, look at the professional that Breach has. This is crazy. It is. My brother's going to be so upset when all his equipment's gone in the morning because I took him back to Nashville. Has a, <laughs> we need to rethink our Breach rankings, Wilson. We now had, that uh, we had oh. Jim number one and John two, yeah, now John, who's who's a uh, blank breach that we're sliding above you. <laughs> yeah, John's not number two. I'm what's, probably I'm barely top five. What's your yeah. brother's name? Joe is the one. Who's so Joe quitting. and then Joe. Shout James. out to Joe. And then your sister, who you took shots with, is she Rebecca? She's a soccer player. Yeah, she went to soccer player, Northern Arizona. All American. Shout out to the Lumberjacks. He was already ahead of Breach on my rankings when I met her at uh, Breach's wedding. Right the wedding. That's right. So, and so yeah, Breach is, from Colorado is probably ahead of me. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, Debo, I can't see Slack except on my phone because I'm. Oh god. Using, what else, What do you want to know? We're good to go. We good? To get out of here. Yeah, we're good. I, I would like oh, to tease. I would like to tease something coming up pretty soon. We have the official trial, oh. I believe. And this is just uh, uh, 34. We're going to call it a oh, 20 for 20. Great Photoshop. No, we got to call it like 55. Like what did Breach say? 55 yards. We got a 55 yards question mark. 
We also need to make Breach's neck fatter in that football jersey. No, it looks about right. Look how weird you I are. think if, if Breach were going to be in a movie, it'd be called Punt, Pass, and Murder. That's something <laughs> that, that or Punt, Pass, Fake. <laughs> yeah. Punt, <laughs> Pass, and Murder. I'm lying. Yep. Breach, what number that did you wear? That sounds like a Danielle Steele novel, Wilson. You've been Maybe. reading some Danielle Steele in quarantine? No, no, no. Hey, Breach, uh, uh, Deva asked a good question. What number did you wear in college? Wait, wait, let you us guess. Let, let no, us, no, no. Let us no, no, no. We need an answer quickly. I was going to say, like, he needed uh, to answer within oh, a, sorry, a millisecond. No, I was going to say, I'm honestly not sure, because I wore two different numbers uh-huh. freshman and sophomore year. So what one numbers year. were they? I think I was 13 one year. You wore I think two I was, numbers? Well, because the number I wanted was taken, and then that person graduated, and so I think I was 13 uh-huh. my sophomore year, but I'm going to I got whatever was handed my, I think maybe 18 my freshman year. I was, I don't guess. know. Like I was, I was team breach, but like, I remember what number <laughs> I was like well, every I single pick, year of youth basketball. Debo, I didn't pick the number. So like if I had picked my own number, there'd be some emotional tie to it that I would not forget. But like, I did, I just got, I took what I was given. I was going to guess and you were. You told, so let me get it straight. You're lying on the body. You're lying on the field. Your whole family, according to the text message. Who, by the way, they, I talked to them all, all day. They're all willing to testify under oath. They're your family. They they this are you willing to testify on video? Yeah, they'll get on video. A video deposition? The, and they'll be able to just from like, this spot because this they all live in this house. Reese is like, you won't believe this. They're My standing entire right behind family him. moved to India this week. <laughs> no, they're they're right behind him in that long hallway. Just turn around. You can see they're them. lying down with knives in their backs. I, I was convinced that Breach was going to say he was like number 102 or something. Like that's the number they gave him to be the double JV. zero, double oh seven, the the JV backup punter. Who's Not just, remembering what number you are is a giant red flag. Almost as giant a red flag as there was a penalty. There we go. So it's not listed on the actual play. No, that the commenter Joel Beasley makes a great point. Psychopaths have no emotional ties. That's exactly. <laughs> that's a concern. And when you lost Debo, you lost everything because Debo's like, oh, I was boy. all team breach, and now I'm starting Debo's to question myself. Changing his mind based on the no, how does because then you're implying that I wasn't even on the team. I just don't remember you the very number. Very well, I, it's, I believe they, I was 18. Wait, and we know you on the team. No, we don't. The the listeners oh. and viewers did a lot of research, and they could not come up with anything from Hanover in 2000, 2000 2004. And, and all, all breach. Do you know how easy it is to? send yourself a text and like act like you got it from somebody be like yeah be like oh god i don't regularly do that brenton so i do not know oh look caleb, at uh, caleb campson's uh caleb yeah. campson says as nice attorney, help him i've got caleb on my side unfortunately this is a this is not a legal court of law <laughs> this is court of brenton and we don't uh, we don't approve miguel and pierce uh <laughs> comments doesn't everyone remember when breach won the heisman it's yeah. actually back there. It's 15 miles oh, back in my room. Yeah. Reach, I'm my saying, room. Like you had such a, a a pretty good memory about a lot of the events to not know the number. I believe I was 18 and 13, but I wouldn't like testify to that in court because I'm not a hundred percent sure uh, on the number. D- Diva, what, what was your basketball you? number your first year? Basketball? Are kickers typically 18 13. I have no idea. And what was your number your last year? Is it nine? Hey, hey breach, breach. That jersey half a second your, answer breach over your shoulder. It's is that a gym breach jersey? Yeah, it is a breach. It's a three, right? Yeah, that's a giant yeah, orange that's and white. Kickers typically are single digit numbers, right? No, no they can be whatever they want. Like you can 99. be one to nineteen. And, and yeah, Kyle, yeah, yeah. You, you I was just testing him to see if we can. I know, I know, what number rules. You're not going to get me there. 
Princeton trying to get me to walk. Breach took a tequila shot. I'm going to get him to walk over I'm himself. I'm sitting at the lawyer's table right here, buddy. I'm trying to. Yeah, Princeton thinks he's Matlock. He's, he's <laughs> freaking MacGyver. He's a lawyer. Oh, uh, my goodness. MacGyver? I'd love to be MacGyver. No, MacGyver was a lawyer. I couldn't think of a good like uh, who. Although I will say one other thing about that, uh, and then you answer the. Uh, I have a fun fact. My brother at Thanksgiving today said it, we talked about how a penalty negated the whole thing. He said he thought the guy who caught the touchdown was the person who was flagged for illegal man downfield, and so that would explain why that person doesn't remember because you cost your team a touchdown. You wouldn't, uh, you know, that's not something you're trying to remember. Okay, that was a fun conversation. Thank you. Meanwhile, the the viewers are convinced that you're not telling the <laughs> truth. So, I mean, Daniel Cordero's got a great theory. <laughs> Breach wasn't Daniel Cordero. Uh, his comment is Breach not playing and just getting stoned in the locker room with the janitor. That is probably as close to the truth as we're going to get. But we're D three. We didn't have a janitor. We had to because when trash. you were at Miami, Ohio, you were you worked with the football team because that's how you came into contact with Sean McVay. Correct. I was a team manager. You're the manager. Not not a player. Yeah. So you probably wore number 13 as the team manager. What are you going to tell us? Do team managers wear numbers? Uh, you tell me, Breach. You were the team manager. They do not. They do not. All right. I can tell you that for a fact. Well, you lost Debo. That's all we know. And you've lost all the viewers. I like I don't know if anyone Debo. supports you anymore. So can't believe you got your, your family. But I think Ted Manson's Oof. family. Ted Manson? No. <laughs> Ted Danson. I don't know if you're saying Ted Danson or Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Who's Ted Manson? I love Ted Manson. Ted Danson? Charles Manson's family probably supported him too, is what I was trying to say. Uh, Charles guys... Manson's from Cincinnati. That's and I'm in Is he really? I, yeah, it's irony. All right. Devo says we can wrap. He's heard enough. Of this <laughs> Do you want to wrap? Are we doing any after show stuff? Or are we out of here? We can bounce. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Go ahead and put that chat for my wife up. I don't know why she posted that. So weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> what? She's been drinking. That explains that one. <laughs> I'm using her computer. I think AK got some beer goggles for uh, AK took some tequila shots with my sister. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, handsome. I'll take that. Yeah, that's that's a cry for help. <laughs> Yeah, that's help. one of those say you're a prisoner without right. actually saying you're right. a prisoner. <laughs> yeah, she is. What's funny is that so when Robbie uses his iPad, he's logged in as AK and he writes like oh, just gosh. seven-year-old stuff in the chats. So they're like, who is this woman chatting? That's <laughs> hence this. Anywho, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We're as always thankful for all of you viewers. Gosh, I'm thankful for the 15 years I've done with Ryan Wilson, this mm -hmm. podcast. And uh, what? Like, it feels I'm, like I'm thankful for that room you've got there, Breach. And of course, we've been going on a decade with Breach. Feels like it. And don't Ooh, forget okay. to subscribe. Wait, don't forget to... Is this 10? It's my 10th year. Oh, this is 10. No, 10 years. Oh, all right. Thankful for all you guys. And we're also, of course, thankful for Debo, who does a great job producing the show. Thanks, Debo. Thankful for you guys who listen, watch, and absorb this content mm. for whatever reason. See you guys on, uh, uh, I guess we have a pre-recorded show. See you on Friday. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.